Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everyone. This is Stacey Hall, and I am... The host of the C to the Experience podcast, the show that lifts you up to the highest heights of the attraction zone. And I am very delighted because one of my favorite chi lifters, energy lifters, is here with me today as my special guest, and that is Lori Seymour. Lori Seymour, S E Y M O U R. Lori knows life's deepest answers shine through when we get quiet and connect with our inner self. She spent decades studying and working with energy systems and teaches people how to create inner focus, manifest their potential, and unlock the power within. So you, now you understand why she's one of my favorite she-lifters. Lori, hi. Hi, Stacy. Good, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, and I'm going to let everybody know in the interest of full disclosure, Lori is one of my fellow co-authors in the number one best-selling book, 365 Ways to Connect with Your Soul, and this podcast episode is the series in that, it's an episode in that series of all of our fellow co-authors, so you can get a little bit of a taste or a look behind the screen at what we shared in the book. So, Lori, how did you get involved with 365 Ways to Connect with Your Soul? I, I was actually turned on to the whole project by um, someone that uh, I knew um, who turned out to be a fellow author, but I had never heard anything about it. And she started talking about it to me, and I said, hmm, I think I need to know about this. And took a look, and within minutes of reading about it said, I need to be part of this. Wonderful. Why, what, why did you have to be part of it? What was it about your own inner knowingness? How did you tap into that? Uh, a couple of things. Uh, just in terms of the why I wanted to be part of it is I had recently been a part of a collaborative book and was so moved by the interaction amongst the authors and uh, the way that people came together to support each other and to deepen their whole process. And yet I, I found that um, I wanted to do that again. And the, the, the focus of this book about ways to connect with your soul is everything about what I'm about. Um, so for me, I just went inside, asked, am I to be part of this? Is this something I'm, I'm needing to do? and got such a clear yes that, well, the only thing for me to do was sign up and be part. I love it. So you, you followed your own guidance, yes? Uh, yes, indeed. Okay. How I live my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I want to ask you about, because mm-hmm. I, I also learned years ago that 
it was so important for me to listen to my own guidance and not the guidance that everybody else in the world wanted to give me. And it was a process to learn how to release myself from their shoulds in order to brace my purpose. How did you come to understand that you had an inner guidance system of your own? Can you tell us a little bit of that story and your path to being able to learn it for yourself and then teach others? Sure. Truly, I've always been passionate about wanting to know more about life and more about myself. And I think I came into this world somehow wanting or knowing that um, there was a really big purpose for me. And I don't mean that in an, in an ego way because alongside of that, I, I, because of the way in which I grew up, I had so much self-doubt and learned to look outside for approval, for what I was supposed to do, what I was not supposed to do. Um, so while I wanted to realize my potential, I went about it by looking at myself from the outside in thinking that everybody else knew and, and, and that there was some kind of, um, I guess I could call it a secret, you know, that, that they knew and I didn't. And I spent years kind of following that path. I became a, a psychotherapist. You know, what do you do when you want to know about yourself? You become a therapist. Um, and, you know, work with people. I taught a lot about the inner journey. But it wasn't until I started uh, working with, energy systems, really, and um, studying with a teacher that I was drawn to, um, that I really started feeling my own inner self. Um, it was really that experience in energy, in the, on a feeling level, that I, I was just fine the way I was, and that I felt so much what I could only call a divine love that nothing outside really held much power or much weight for me. And it was in the process of going deeper and deeper into myself and getting quiet that the inner voice, the inner guidance was allowed to emerge. And, um, boy, trusting your own inner voice, your own inner wisdom just goes so far it's so different than um, doubting yourself, than interrupting yourself by your own, um, your own doubt. 100% agree. And when I'm working with my clients and helping them listen for that voice, it's a process. Okay? It doesn't just happen overnight, I've found, for most people. That mm-hmm. It's more comfortable to continue to doubt. And, and so... What is the process? Can you share some tips or maybe the things you wrote about in the book that you can share with people about what happens when you start to see that self-doubt, hear it, feel it, creep back in? Well, here's the thing. Um, First, I I think it's crucial that people start to pay attention to their own, what I call the feeling body, because you know, we all, we all know what it's like to doubt and we all know what it's like to be self-critical. Um, but when you start to have a, a bigger picture or, or feel the place where you're most comfortable and most loving towards yourself, 
And if you can identify that as being your kind of ground zero or your baseline and identify that as that's what's true and that when self-doubt starts to creep in, you can take a breath, you can let your body settle a bit and say something on the order of, you know, really I like this to explore how does this feel? How does this make me feel? Well, it doesn't make me feel very good. It doesn't feel joyful. It doesn't feel, um, I don't feel inspired or aligned. Life is really about feeling inspired. It's about feeling loved and feeling joyful. So when I don't feel that, when I start to feel the old patterns coming in, because it is true indeed that, as you said, it's a process, I take a few moments. I just say, wait a minute, I've got to stop here. And I get quiet. And meditation has been an essential part of that whole journey for me because in meditation, I'm able, to, I'm able to become the witness to that judgment and know that it's, it's not me. It's just a pattern. And sometimes that's what I'll say is, oh, this is just a pattern. And that's all it is. I don't need to dissect it. It's just a pattern and it's not the truth. I love that. The identify rather than stuffing it down, the identification that it's an old pattern. Beautiful. Now, I've, you've mentioned to me in the past that you enjoy meditating, and meditation is a process you use. This is another tool that a lot of people will say to me: "I try to meditate and I just can't." Have you heard that too? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I, as a medita- <clears throat> excuse me, as a meditation teacher. I hear that all the time, um, at least at the beginning. And yeah. I've been teaching meditation for so long that, you know, I just, I mean, I kind of laugh when I hear that because I, I know that feeling too. I can't get quiet. My mind keeps going. Um, I work with something called Tereya meditation. And Tereya meditation is, oh, this is going to sound funny, but it's it's really an accelerated meditation. Um in that, while people are meditating, let's say I've got a weekend gathering or a class of people, um, I'm working with their energy bodies during the time of the meditation, and then it enables them to go more deeply, more quickly. And I've found that I'm even able to do that online. And so with that... Um, understanding that awareness, I've started a program called Meditation Plus. And that has um, enabled people to gather online from the comfort of their home, their office, and, and have that um, collective experience of what it's like to really be able to get quiet and to receive that quiet. I was waiting to see if you were going to tell us more. <laughs> what makes that kind of meditation different? You, you've trained, you're a master in it. What makes that kind of meditation different? It's the, it's the working with the energy during the time of. That's what makes it different. Um, it's the way that I'm working with people so that they have the, that experience of that touchstone of their own deepest, truest part of themselves and, and what it feels like 
And then that becomes something that throughout your day, you can take a breath and you can connect back into that. So it becomes something like um, like an anchor. You know, I, I call it a touchstone because it's something that you can return to again and again and again. And your body starts to know the feeling of that. And, and so I can be in the middle of um, a difficult meeting. And I, if I'm drawn outside of myself, um, I, I just, I, I start to feel it in my body. I know, wait a minute, this, is, this isn't okay. This doesn't feel good. So I'll just take, take a breath, take a moment. And even in the midst of that meeting, people don't have to know what I'm doing. And as I take that breath, I feel my body relax and I feel that touchstone again. Oh, this is me. Oh, I remember. And with that, there's, there's a whole um, wealth of information and availability to me because then I'm shown things, how to respond to someone. Um, I just have that intuitive or inner knowing sense of what needs to happen next. Um, so I don't, feel, I don't feel the same kind of stress in that meeting at that time because I've come back inside myself. And that's what I find that meditation in general does is give you that ability. Um, it's just the Terea meditation becomes more of a, almost a way of life, a way of living. Okay, I understand. Thank you for giving us an actual demonstration because I think demonstrations are really important. Yeah, you're right, they are. But, you know, it's just that inner knowing trumps outside information every time. You know, oh, yeah. I, I want to know from the inside, not from what I read, not from what someone tells me. I want to get that experience from the inside. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to ask you to go a little bit deeper with us if you'd be willing to. And, and sure. I'm drawing from my own life, remembering when every time you say that I get taken back years ago when I did not trust myself to know that I was listening to true inner guidance. How do you know, Lori, the difference between true inner guidance, you've alluded to it, but I'm asking you to just be even more specific, like for the difference between true inner guidance Mm-hmm. and vague imaginings or someone else's voice that got trapped inside my head, okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I know exactly what you're saying, and, and it is such a good question because, I mean, you could be talking about me. <laughs> um, okay, in, in okay so I'm going to turn that, it over to yeah. you. Help us okay. know what's the difference, <laughs> especially for somebody who's just starting this process. Yeah. And it is a process. It's It's, first of all, I want to say it doesn't happen overnight, and you've already mentioned that really. Um, and it's not, it's simple, but it's not easy. The, the, one of the things that I teach when I'm working with people is what I could call the art of discernment. Discernment is that ability to, to know, is this truth or is this not? Is this coming from my soul from my from my heart or is this my ego that's going to you know that's 
I, I ask, is this appropriate for me, the situation? And ego says, oh, yeah, it's great. Well, that's because that's what I wanted to hear. And how do you tell the difference? And that's where discernment comes in. And discernment comes about as you start to pay attention to your feeling body. Um, your feeling body is that part of you that, uh, that senses things and that we can pay attention to or we can override. You, you know that feeling, Stacey, when you're about to do something and your whole body just feels kind of yucky about it, but yep. you go ahead and you do it anyway? Yep. And that's, that's overriding because you don't stop to say, is this maybe I'm just fearful, you know, and it's kind of a little nervousness, or maybe it's my whole insides trying to tell me, don't do this. This is not okay. And then you get the feedback, you know, life, something doesn't work, and you say, oh, darn, I really, I knew that. Why didn't I listen? So for people starting out, um, I tell them about, I teach them really how to pay attention, how to um, start building those muscles of inner awareness. Uh, it, actually, it's the, um, I, I offer a free gift when people sign up on my mailing list. And it's, it's an ebook that gives you experiences to start building those muscles. I think it's so important that we, we can identify what does our feeling body even mean? What is it showing us? And once you start paying attention to it, then you start noticing, really, your inner body does tell you things all the time. And when you um, start to, to trust it, that's when you start living life from the inside out and, and you start to be able to discern your next steps, have clarity, and, and feel confident. Um, you know, life is so full of changes, but if we don't know how to have that discernment, we really can't tell what it is we need to do. So it's, it's um, building those, that trust in your own inner compass. And it starts by discovering this feeling body, which you know I think about as our inner environment, and, and developing trust in that. Um, it, it's so important to build that inner network. Yes, it is. And I thank you for really bringing to the surface the importance of developing the skill of discernment. <clears throat> because just because we may choose something that does not work out in the end, the whole process is the process of discernment. And that's what I had to learn along the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lori, I've been asking you all the questions I wanted to know for myself. Um, I'm going to give you three minutes before we wrap up here to tell everyone what you want them to know, what you came to the show to share with people. So would you please go ahead? Certainly. Hmm. The biggest thing is that everyone has inner guidance, has an ability to connect with their own inner guidance. And that when you're willing to trust that, you start to receive it. And uh, the Meditation Plus program that I mentioned, which is live on video, and it's connecting with people around the world, with other meditators around the world. So that's something that I want to point out to people. 
and the new Prospecting Your Inner Jewel program, which was, will be kicked off soon and give people all kinds of ways to build these muscles of inner awareness. Okay, one more time. How do people get a hold of you for those oh, programs? That's true. I didn't say that. Thank you. Uh, it's, I, you know I'm Laurie Seymour, S-E-Y-M-O-U-R, and my website is The Baca Journey, B-A-C-A. So it's www.thebacajourney.com, and it's build a lasting relationship with your inner guidance system by illuminating your own journey. Fabulous. Lori, thank you for taking such time away from your clients that you have already to be able to be with us today and provide the insights that are inside of your contributions to 365 Ways to Connect with Your Soul. Thank you for the work that you do to lift up the spirits of so many others. For those of you who um, are not yet familiar with Chi to Be, the energy to be whatever you desire to be and would like to learn more about the different ways we can lift our own energies, please do visit our website at chi, C-H-I dash T-O dash B-E dot com. Chi simply means energy to be dot com. You'll find many free attraction tips to help you to be more attractive, get to the highest types of the attraction zone by connecting with your own inner guidance under the tab Attraction Tips while you're there. And you'll also be connected to our Facebook group where we have fabulous dialogues like this as well as the Chi to Be Experience podcast on iTunes. Until our next episode, we like to go out by saying that's the Chi, and it truly has been with Lori Seymour, the Chi. Take care, everyone. Be energized. Be powerful. And as we like to say, keep your eye on your be-all and all goals. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>